0: has uh, operated by me, but uh, hey, Trent Nelson doing it now that uh, I'm just here as a guest host. Follow me on social media if you want to see all the other work I'm doing. Just search Bishop on Air. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Again, Bishop on Air. But it's 7 o'clock. Time for the Council Roundup. Been tracking City Hall for 13 years. I want to say there's only probably 10 or so meetings in that time, maybe a few more, that I haven't listened to. Seen it all. Uh, people come and go and then come back. Uh, people who uh, have switched jobs at City Hall. Uh, so a lot, of, uh, a lot of things happening. But last night's meeting, a full city council meeting, short. It was only about 30 minutes, if that. Let's go ahead and get to it. Still some important things discussed. Let's uh, let's let's open it up, Mayor Misty Busher.
1: The chair will call the December fifth, two thousand twenty-three meeting of the City Council to order. Please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance.
0: I pledge, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Do we we say that enough? Do we do the pledge enough? I know it was uh, a regular thing in in school. Is it anymore? Especially that line, you know, and and to the republic for which it stands. I think that's crucial to just highlight and underline. Because you hear a lot of times, well, our democracy's at stake. We're a constitutional republic. Either way, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty details. They called the roll, and uh, here's the clerk. Mayor Buscher, is quorum is prayer.
1: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> clerk go.
0: Was that Latin? A <laughs> quorum is there? I... All right, anyways, moving on. Um, Got a moment of silence. Sad note to pass along. Here's the mayor.
1: One of our previous employees whose wife and daughter both work at the city of Springfield passed away unexpectedly this week. Um, So if we could have a moment of silence for Sam Wilkerson.
0: And uh, thoughts with the uh, Wilkerson family. Uh, Never good to hear if somebody passes away suddenly. Um, So... Uh, good to get that moment of silence in uh, In front of the city council Alright, uh, then it was time for ordinances Up for uh, Consent And debate And there wasn't a whole bunch on debate uh, It was a pretty short order uh, They they worked through the consent Got all those approved uh, Then they uh, had one question Alderman Carlson had a question About the new lobbyists They're hiring Jessica, Jessica Basham who is a uh, former uh, uh, office leader in uh, the the House Speaker's office here in Illinois. Uh, she worked for a couple of years for Mike Madigan, worked for a couple of years for Chris Welch. Uh, now she's on her own doing private lobbying, uh, and she's getting to provide services to the city of Springfield. I think the contract was low, like $74,000 or something like that. Questions about, well, don't they already have a contract with the Illinois Municipal League. Yes, they do. Uh, how is this different? Well, this is a more fine-tuned, uh, more focus on the city's needs rather than all cities' needs. Springfield's got a lot of different unique needs. For crying out loud, it's got its own coal-fired power plant. And the state's trying to shut it down. So you've got uh, you know some unique things that uh, the city needs a lobbyist to go to bat for. Uh, but Alderman Carlson wants to make sure that they get up regular updates uh, as to when exactly things are moving. Uh, they can't wait for a quarterly update. They need things a little bit quicker than that.
2: You know, with session starting in January, I think you had you had said we we're going to get quarterly updates. I mean, do you think maybe monthly during session when they're down here we could? Is that a possibility or not?
3: Absolutely,
1: absolutely.
2: Would that be too much to ask?
1: Um, no, not at all. <clears throat>
2: And I mean, yeah, maybe quarterly when they're out in May, but maybe monthly when things are happening, if we could just
0: do that. So that'd be great. Absolutely. I, I tell you, uh, I, I watch what happens at the state house. I would almost say weekly, <laughs> at least weekly updates because things move so rapidly. Or they could just say stagnant. But things can move so rapidly at the statehouse when they're in session That it's almost like at the end of each day uh, Especially when it comes to certain sectors of our society being impacted by state legislation You gotta think, uh, it'd be good to just stay abreast of all of that uh, So, she's approved uh, and Then they get through all of the uh, ordinances that are up for consideration on final passage And it's only like six minutes into the meeting, I'm serious world record. Wow, world record. <laughs> <done>. You're welcome, <laughs> Woman <Alderwoman> Purchase.
1: <laughs> We're not done. Right. We're not
0: done. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely not done. More to get to. Right? So we'll get to new business. We'll hear uh, some budget discussion about the process of getting the next year budgets in front of Alder people. Uh, we'll also hear from some citizens, including a little bit of trash talk and the uh, importance of uh, revealing whatever outcome there was from a recent tragic story Nice Springfield City Council meeting. It's the Council Roundup. I'm Greg Bishop. i in for Mike Wenmacher. I guess technically I'm in for Troy Nelson. Because he does the Roundup now, right? Well, now that I'm back as a guest host, just for today, I was with you on Monday, Tuesday, and today. But just for today, I said, hey, I'll do the Council Roundup when I typically did it in the 7 o'clock hour. So here we are. Short meeting last night. 30 minutes. You didn't really miss much in the last segment other than roll call, a moment of silence, a question about a lobbyist for the city of Springfield. Now it's up to new business. Here's the mayor.
1: Um, So December 15th is a Friday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. right in the lobby of this building that we're in, Municipal Center West. We are going to have a pet adoption for the holidays. The friends of Sangamon County Animal Control are bringing over some pets. So if you don't know what to get someone for Christmas, you can come to City Hall and adopt a pet.
0: Yeah, I have a... uh a writer, a reporter who uh, just pitched me a story out of Cook County where there's questions about euthanasia increasing because people aren't adopting pets like they used to. Maybe it's the economy. Maybe, you know, dog food is just too much. Maybe people are working too much and they don't have time to take care of a pet. Uh, but I asked if they could also uh, evaluate uh, other uh, areas throughout the state, because I'd be curious if the same trend is happening. And uh, this hearing this just kind of triggered in my mind, thinking, well, maybe they're doing an adoption event because, well, they're not having as many people adopt pets from the shelter. Interesting. All right, uh, moving on, uh, let's hear some uh, kind of you know uh, procedural conversations about how you, the taxpayer, are ultimately going to be able to see the proposed budget, but all people, they want to make sure that they get their say. Here's a Alderman Chuck Redpath.
2: Uh, Alderman Donlin, since you were uh, nominated and proved to be the budget director, can you give us a, the have budget you had a director? chance?
4: budget director? Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it.
4: <laughs>
1: budget
2: chair. Budget ready. chair. Have you had any chance to talk to the administration
4: about yeah, Alderman, if I can, Mayor?
0: And by the way, I'm sure budget director gets paid much more than Alderman. Alderman gets, what, like 13000 a year? Budget director, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm just going to guess 80 to 90, if not six figures. Uh, regardless, uh, here's uh, Alderman Donnellan who a couple of weeks ago was uh, unanimously approved to be the, uh, the, 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 the chair of the budget hearings that are going to be going on with the city of Springfield.
4: Sure, Alderman. Yeah, I've reached out to the, the, actually the mayor reached out to me and we uh, shot her some potential dates and we're thinking, and I don't have my calendar here in front of me, but we have to, still have to get together and finalize some things. But after the budget is available for the public and the Alderman, and the mayor's had an opportunity to talk to each one of you, that we will have uh, uh, target Wednesdays and Thursdays after it is released. So sometime probably starting in the second week of January. Don't write any of it down because we still have to, mm-hmm. not only, uh, uh, we still have to get together and. Make sure that works with the staff and everybody, and then all of you as well. So that's sort of the outline.
0: So there you go, a little bit of an outline of what to expect for the budget talks and how they want to try to get that out, uh, not after a city council meeting because, gosh, it takes forever. I've been there. I've I've sat there for a three-hour council meeting, and then they get into an hour-and-a-half discussion about the police
4: budget. I thought it was important, and uh, I've heard from some of you already that stressed the importance of trying to not have it on a council night, because we tend, believe it or not, (laughs) we tend at times to go long, and then it makes the uh, night not me. unbearably long. So anyway, uh, spread it out a little bit. Give the public an opportunity to come. And uh, if someone has an op, uh, a desire to speak on a particular department or an issue, then they know that the meeting starts at 530. It will not be too long after that, rather than having to wait about three hours sometimes.
0: Yeah, and that's always the problem is people show up wanting to talk about the, the police budget, for instance. And then they got to sit through three and a half hours of zoning. Uh, city business talking about you know buying uh, you know fire trucks. Uh, and then a citizen getting up to address whatever. And then all of a sudden they get into the budget talks. And they're like, okay, now it's three and a half hours later. Can we talk about this? By then it's like 9 o'clock at night. All right. Uh, next up, you've got uh, the mayor and uh, Alderman Redpath talking about the process of the budgets. And Redpath saying that uh, he wants to make sure that he's able to give some input on certain agencies that He's not happy with. In
2: the old days, we used to do things that where uh, we would bring the budgets before the council, and before they were sent on to the, the main budget meeting, we voted on them. Um, I want you to consider that there's some there's a couple departments that I'm probably going to have some problems with, and if I if we could work those things out where we uh, I- even if we didn't have to vote. They, they need to understand that we're, we we have some serious problems with a couple different departments.
1: As the mayor, can I address this? Yeah. Okay. Well, of
0: course, you're the chair of the meeting, mayor.
1: Um, so I have been meeting with all of the agencies. We still have a few more to do to go over their budgets. Then I will make the changes that I am comfortable with as the mayor, then we are going to get the budget books together and I am going to call each of you and we're going to schedule meetings with you and go over them with you first before they go out to the public.
2: That would be sufficient, Mayor. Thank you.
1: So if you would
2: have asked, I would have told you. Well, I didn't know you were doing that, or I would ask you.
0: All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. No reason to get all testy. It's the holidays. Uh, no, but uh, listen, it's uh, it's important that older people get their input, right? It's also important that taxpayers get to see all of this, and that's publicly posted. When it gets publicly posted, that's a different question altogether, but clearly, uh, there's ongoing question of the process and fine tweaking and fine tuning the process so that all uh, people can have a heads up what's coming up with the budget so they can have some input. But also giving the mayor the ability to manage, right? I mean, she's the mayor. She is the one that was elected to do just that, manage the budget, to craft it with her agency directors to go through and to ensure that priorities are being met. So, more on this process uh, of the the budget, which that's coming up next year. You're going to have a lot of fun time with that on the uh, the council roundup. But uh, Alderman Hanauer, uh, he wants to, you know, shore things up when it comes to the conversations they end up having so that they don't have a four-hour committee meeting.
5: One of the things that I'd like to see is I know. In the past, we've we've had the departments give us it's the kind of their annual review, and some of the departments have gone very long on their annual review. Are
1: you talking to Chief Canny?
5: Okay, uh, well, <laughs> Chief Canny actually, in his defense, wasn't the one that was up here. Oh, for I little, know. I an think. An hour. You're, I it was think it was his predecessor, him. but. And then, but but my point is, since these are budget hearings, if we if we want to have them come in and give a, you know, down the road, that's fine. But I would much rather see what what their budget, what the, the you know what the reasons for some, any pluses or minuses in their budget, you know, kind of their manpower. If there's any shifts in that, any uh, you know big initiatives, something like that. And deal with strict, strict budget stuff, and not get into, you know, all our departments. You know, they they all do a great job. We know they they, they work hard throughout the year. But in this case, I just think it would be a lot quicker, and it would it, it would uh, allow us to focus on the budget issues at hand instead of sometimes
1: getting a sales job.
5: Exactly. I was <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I know nice. what you're saying. I was trying to be nice, so.
0: Yeah, so it kind of uh, interesting, again, to to hear that because uh, uh. I've, I've sat through it. I have sat through it where, by golly, it takes three hours just to talk about the top line of the firefighters budget or the police budget or public works or C- CWLP or whatever other state agency or city agency. But the mayor says that she is going through the budget. They're talking with agency directors, and they're getting everything together.
1: For instance, we just talked about police and fire pension contributions today, and we want you to see options. So you are the voting members of this council. The 10 of you are the decision-making body. It's important that we give you that information up front, so I'm asking them to do that as well.
0: Clearly, uh, getting as much information on the table as possible will make everybody happy. All right, coming back uh, again, short meeting last night with the Springfield City Council, the Council Roundup. That's right. Now it's time the Council Roundup. Ah, it hurts my heart uh, <laughs> to hear Greg Bishop taken out of that. All right, uh, guest hosting for Windmacher, uh, the council roundup. I guess I'm guest hosting for uh, Troy Nelson. But uh, Winmacher will be back with you tomorrow. We got more of the council roundup with last night's Citizens Addressing the Council. All right, back with the council roundup. Short meeting last night, but plenty for us to get to. Citizens Addressing the Council. Sometimes you have uh, it being citizens. Other times, well... Not always the case. Sometimes you got pitchmen, including those from garbage companies.
6: Good evening, Mayor and Council. My name is Don Collins. I am with Republic Services. Uh, And so on behalf of the 36,000 nationwide employees of Republic, we'd like to thank you for giving us a really great community uh, to pick up garbage in. We love your garbage Uh, We appreciate the opportunity to service this community.
0: I love that. We we love your garbage. That should be on his uh, business card. That's fantastic. We love your garbage. Republic Garbage Service.
6: Uh, And uh, I'm so excited about some of the great new things that we're doing nationwide. We're doing some really great things with some really great communities. But we have an opportunity to do something amazing here in Springfield. It hit me over the weekend, uh, and and I thought of it, and I actually hopped in my car this morning, drove five and a half hours to come here and tell you that I have a great idea Ooh. that will elevate the quality of life in Springfield, Illinois. It'll put you on the map in a way you've never been on the map, all right? Uh, and it'll give you national recognition as a pace setter. I'm not trying to share any details tonight. Ah.
0: I'm just this is just just the tickler, right? Oh, come on, just the tickler. <laughs> Got to be careful with that because, uh, you know, if you, if you tickle somebody that doesn't want to be tickled, you find yourself facing some, uh, some some problems. Just putting it out there. Uh, next, he talks about he's going to reach out to all the people and get in front of them.
6: Well, I will send out an email and uh, ask for an opportunity to meet with each of you and just have a 30-minute conversation about your solid waste program, your environmental <laughs> services. And uh, some of the great things that are happening, I've been in the business for 35 years. I started in Miami, Florida. I've seen everything. But I've never seen what I have seen here in the last 24 months. Crazy development in technology uh, and the type of equipment that we're using and our ability to communicate and track what we do. uh, All available. You know, We're a $14 billion company. We have the money to do it. We have the expertise to do it. And we are doing that in a small handful of communities around the country, this amazing new approach. Uh, and I have 400 contracts in my eight-state area, municipal contracts. And, and, and I'm only talking to or I'm only approaching um, Springfield, Illinois, because I think this is the right community. I think you're in the right place geographically. You have the right talent pool here.
0: So he didn't reveal all of it, but he revealed some of it. Just new technology, I guess, to be able to track where your garbage truck is. Uh, But uh, he continued on uh, talking trash with uh, wrapping up his comments. Appreciate you uh, allowing me to uh, uh, kind of, uh,
6: you know, uh, embellish, I guess, uh, the opportunity. But it's real. It's very real, very genuine. I would like to work with this city to do something really amazing.
0: He loves your trash. Uh, But listen. Springfield, all the people love trash talk. They love talking trash. Here's all the woman, uh, Lakeisha Purchase.
1: It is nice to meet you in person, and I just have one small request. It's pretty cool to see the forks picking up the trash cans and dumping them, but they do not put them back on the curb. They lay them in the street. Mm. So it's hard because people are going to work in the daytime, so they're not getting home until in the afternoon or evening to have to pull the trash can off the street back onto the curb. So if you can look into that, I would greatly appreciate it. So I'm glad you came tonight.
6: Thank you. Good. No, that's that's a great point. We appreciate that. I'm sure Jacob is really glad to hear that. Uh, and the technology <laughs> that we're talking about helps to eliminate some of that. So, thank you. Thank right,
0: you. Thank you. There you go. Uh, that's uh, that's your trash talk uh, for last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Yay. Uh, so imagine you'll probably hear uh, an actual detailed pitch at some point from that trash facility uh, somebody just texted and said hey GB I saw a garbage truck years ago that said your garbage is our bread and butter that's 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 crazy um next up citizen addressing the council, James Johnson. A regular voice addressing the Springfield City Council from the podium as a citizen. And that's the state police investigations. So he wants to get answers on a couple of investigations. One uh, being about that uh, juvenile facility here in Springfield that back in October, there was an active shooter. Uh, And you got some information in that uh, incident and a teen was shot there. So this uh, clearly is something a lot of people want information on. Here we are. It's December 6th. This happened nearly two months ago. Where are we at on this?
3: And that's the state police investigations. Now, there's two um, going on. And the one with the shelter, I'm going to piggyback on that and state that that is very important that we hear about that investigation. We are opening up this shelter next month.
0: And that shelter is essentially moving kids out of it to allow for, uh, what, the homeless? Stay tuned. We'll get to more of the council roundup and wrap things up with citizens addressing the council. James Johnson, not just talking about the uh, juvenile facility where there was an active shooter and a 17-year-old dead uh, after an officer involved shooting, wanting information about that. He also talks about the... We're uh, wrapping up the council roundup last night's 30-minute meeting and uh, a lot of coverage as far as discussions about process of the budget and how that's all going to play out. You heard uh, a pitchman from a uh, national garbage company saying he loves Springfield garbage. Says that uh, he's got an awesome stellar idea that uh, likely he's going to try to get in front of the city council for them to vote on. What's that going to look like? Like an exclusive garbage contract just for one company instead of having, you know, choices and whatnot. Um, but moving on, you had James Johnson get up there and he talked about the need for more information on that um, shooting where a teenager was shot and an officer involved shooting at the Sangamon County Juvenile Facility and how we still don't have answers on what happened there. Here's more from James Johnson.
3: How that gun got in that building. And we were expecting some heads to roll because of it. Now, of course, we don't know who it was, but it doesn't matter. Black, white, male, female. Something bad happened there, and we want to know why it happened so it never happens again.
0: So he's wanting uh, answers and accountability. I think anybody... uh would want that as well But uh, it happened two months ago um, How much time is needed For getting to the bottom of it And releasing a report uh, But he also talked about another problem With that facility Because uh, it's, it's apparently not going to be a, a juvenile facility It's, it's now for uh, Helping intake uh, what The homeless population Is that what I saw happen
3: Now the other question is Where's our children going to go If all the adults are going there Where's our children going to go from here?
0: It's a great question. So he wants more answers on that. Uh, but also, James Johnson there to talk about some other issues in front of the Springfield City Council, including the recent approval of a new police, fire, uh, police officer contract.
3: Now let me discuss. Congrats on the police department new contract. They deserve that money.
0: They need it. But. But what? There's always a but, right? Yeah, they need it, but he says that uh, they have to cut down on the uh, stress levels for these officers, including uh, making sure they don't get too much in overtime.
3: Some of our officers are working way too many long hours. They've been on 12-hour shifts for I don't know how long. That's only a recipe for disaster.
0: So, uh, clearly, if somebody is working way too many hours, uh, that uh, that can lead to some significant problems in how they handle stressor situations. Where, well, uh, it could get bad. People could be overworked and possibly snap. You can't keep putting them in
3: those situations of twelve-hour shifts because fatigue is going to set in, frustration is going to set in, tiredness is going to set in.
0: And that's going to lead to something bad. No good. No good. Uh, So clearly, ongoing concerns about that uh, and something that he wants to make sure is properly addressed. He also talked about the police contract and as far as recruitment efforts.
3: Ain't nobody breaking down doors and busting down doors to be a police officer anymore. They already talked about the number that's taking the test. So if you have that, and then you have the young people who don't want to be police officers. And our minority count really going to go down. I have spent 20-plus years fighting for diversity and for stuff coming up to this council. And right now I feel like we're we're losing. Like all the hard work has gone down the drain.
0: But it's it's got to be tough uh, to recruit police officers, uh, especially, you know, considering that uh, you've got a whole host of uh, uh, different uh, situations where, uh, for instance, you've got uh, all of the state laws that there are on top of law enforcement uh, and how they manage these these situations on the types of, you know, there's a conversation up in Chicago about whether police can chase criminal suspects. You've got the Safety Act and anonymous complaints that can be filed against police officers. So, the environment, it's not just the pay, it's the environment, right? And the, the law enforcement environment. Uh, Alderman Redpath addressing James Johnson's concerns. First, he wanted to talk about uh, investigations.
2: As somebody who served in investigations for almost 30 years, I understand how the process of how investigations go. Everybody sitting in this room agrees with you that we want to see the results of what, what happened there because we don't know yet. Nobody knows. They're still conducting the investigation. It takes a little time. So give them a little time and we'll see what happens because we all want to know.
0: And Redpath uh, talked about the importance of giving a little bit of time uh, as they continue to deal with this, uh, especially when it comes to investigations. Uh, but when it comes to the police contract, he also said, give us a little time.
2: As far as the police department's raises and and the situation where we've corrected a problem that we've had for years around here, um, they did They did get the raise because this city council felt the compassion to support our police and we and we're doing
0: that so the new contract again, it was approved what last week uh, or the week before rather, and uh, they they ultimately gave raises uh even to command staff, even giving the mayor the ability to to give raises to uh, certain uh, higher ranking officers within the Springfield Police Department. Redpath says this is all about leveling the playing field.
2: People are going to find out that now I can go apply for police work at the city of Springfield and I'm going to be compensated the same as everybody else in every town, the same size as ours. You're going to find out that it's a better place to work in the city of Springfield than Decatur, Bloomington, Chicago, Peoria, Rockford, uh, Champaign. You're going to find out that it's a good place to work.
0: He talks about how Springfield is unique as to where, remember the... 2020 summer where things uh, were rough in other other areas uh yeah it's a big it's a big deal um hold on a second i gotta take this call uh good morning you're on wmay taking a little sidestep here what's up
1: i know you don't normally take calls during the roundup are you still doing
0: the roundup i am yes
1: okay hold on a second want gonna try something
0: you make my hearts full Oh, and I know who this is, my beautiful wife Megan, (laughs) get to work what are you doing, you gotta clock in I I, I got three minutes, alright, do it to it, I appreciate it love you, (laughs) love you too, (laughs) alright so she must have heard me in the uh, the council roundup clip, that doesn't include my name anymore now it's time the council roundup She was able to pull up a previous version, so I like that. All right, uh, more of uh, Chuck Redpath talking about uh, leveling the playing field, Springfield being unique.
2: When when they were rioting in other cities, they weren't rioting in our city. They weren't because, because we talked to each other, all of
0: us. And we didn't see that type of thing city of Springfield, uh, things were, were calm. People got to share their voice on the streets and do their demonstrations, but there weren't, like, you know, people's businesses getting burned down, police stations getting burned down. Uh, but he also addressed uh, the issue of diversity within the police department. When I was the chief of
2: the conservation police, I can tell you that we had to compete with the city of Springfield for the best department, for the best officers we possibly could get. And the city of Springfield has always been a good place to work, and it's going to always be a good place to work. The uh, Please give us some time, because I can tell you that what we did by... By fixing the salary problem that we had that should have been fixed years ago, if we would have been doing supplemental increases instead of having to come and make a, a monster increase at this city, we wouldn't be in this mess. But we are, and we fixed it, and we're, it's going to be fixed.
0: And he says that it's going to be able to retain some of the longer, um, you know, careered officers instead of having them take their knowledge to other places. And he says, if this doesn't work, you'll be the first to admit. If you come back
2: to me next year and say, hey, Red, hey, hey Red. Red. And I'll agree with you because I know the quality of the command staff at the police department. They're, they're tough, they're smart, and they know what they're doing. And I know they're going to take what we gave them and make it a better police
0: department. That's your Council Roundup. I'm Greg Bishop, in for Troy Nelson, and or Trent Nelson, uh, and also uh, Mike Winmacher. Uh, Winmacher will be back with you tomorrow. I got to get another hour out of you. All right, so uh, stay tuned. Uh-